Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Campus Safety Voices. I'm Robin Hattersley, Editor-in-Chief of Campus Safety Magazine. There's no question that the COVID-19 pandemic we all have been experiencing over the past couple of years has been traumatic and tragic. More than a million Americans have died and millions more have lost loved ones as a result of this dreaded disease. That said, there have been some positive developments in school safety and security that have resulted. To tell us about those silver linings is FEA Vice President Paul Tin. In our discussion, Paul talks about the elevated roles of security practitioners, nurses, mental health counselors, security technology, and distance learning during the pandemic. He also covers the new funding that is now available through CARES and ARPA. All of these developments will most likely positively impact school security and safety programs for years to come. So let's hear about some of the positive things that have come out of the pandemic. Enjoy the show. Be sure to subscribe to Campus Safety's YouTube channel and like or leave a comment on our videos or subscribe to our Campus Safety Voices podcast on Apple and Spotify and leave a review. So the big question I have is for you is, I know that the pandemic was traumatic for everybody and it caused a lot of problems, but you know, for, for every tragedy that it had caused, perhaps there were some silver, silver, silver linings from this dark cloud that we've been experiencing for the past couple of years. So what are those silver linings? Yeah, thank you, Robin. Always nice to be with you. And um, I, I'm, this is not the optimist's view, um, although some might mistake it as that. And I am an optimist, but there are genuine silver linings that have come out of the pandemic. And let's talk about a few of those. First of all, um, you know, in this industry, physical security and those who who participate in it have often been relegated to a necessary evil. Um, in fact, I, I'll be on the airplane and I'll talk with somebody who will say, uh, what do you do? And I say, well, we help schools be safer. And, and what does that mean? And, and, and inevitably, it gets to a place where they say, yeah, it's a shame that we need people like you. And I say, well, now uh, let's let's think about that. We all want to provide a safe learning environment. So there's no shame here. Um, but it's true that in the past, security directors, uh, security officers, um, sometimes even SROs have been relegated to that necessary evil level and have not had the voice that they should have in the discussion. Uh, and the pandemic kind of made everybody say, hold on, we need to put our heads together. We need a collaborative approach. And I think that that has really elevated the standing and amplified the voice of the security practitioner. And I think that is uh, definitely a silver lining. Let's talk about some other more practical things. Um, we had to do better wayfinding. Um, people were picking up belongings when schools closed and you couldn't have them all in confined spaces. And then we had to have visitors come in, but we couldn't have a crowded lobby. So we were having some egress in different points, some come into the building in different points. And that kind of wayfinding really feeds into a healthier version of access control, Robin. And I think that uh, not only did, did the wayfinding help, but so did visitor management in general. I could go to the main desk and there where the visitor management software was, 
they could also help with screening questions. And where before we maybe were, were reluctant to, to have a credential exchange and I'm handing you my ID and the pandemic made everybody go, oh my gosh, we don't want to touch each other's belongings. Um, you know, groups like Raptor Technologies came out with a scanner that was touchless and I could put my ID in it. It drew it down like a toaster and it popped it back up and there didn't have to be, a, a, you know, touching each other's possessions. So I, I think all of those things are good. And it's not just the security practitioners that we have in mind. We think about the nurse who has now become central to everything in the school environment. And it, it really was that way before, but people often overlooked the value of the nurse and of mental health practitioners. And we in, in the past maybe didn't even know what social emotional health meant. Um, but now we say, gosh, it's really a part of what we're doing because uh, isolation and restrictions have affected everybody. And it's not just students, Robin, that it's affected. It's affected plenty of adults, whether they're teachers or administrators or visitors. And the security people have an opportunity to survey all of those groups. Of course, we're focused on students and maybe we're, we're saying that that's our priority, but, but the security people are working hand in hand with mental health professionals to make sure that everyone is doing well. And I think that that is, is uh, really a, a silver lining here as well. Well, another thing I've noticed too is um, a lot of times when there's a lockdown or maybe there's a, an active shooter on campus, you know, schools are reverting to distance learning and they kind of, they learned that skill during the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, and thank you for bringing that up. And I remember talking with the superintendent right after the pandemic started, and she said, I've been trying to get my board to okay distance learning funds for years, and they've said, we'll never need that. And of course, then everybody had to, everybody not only needed it, but had to move in that direction. And so I, I really like the fact that we can, as the next variant comes out, or as somebody says that may, maybe our community has something unsafe happening, or or maybe just for severe weather, where before we were used to saying, we have no more snow days, we have to have the kids come in, we can much more easily move to distance learning. And, and maybe even for individuals, where before we couldn't cater to individuals who had special needs or special circumstances, we can certainly do that now. And uh, so that one is, and, and as, far, as long as we're talking about technology, I wanted to mention one more thing about that. You know what became much better is the value of features. So for example, uh, during the pandemic, uh, maybe we had a custodian who was cleaning and then tested positive and, and needed to let the school know I was in the building just yesterday. The video surveillance capabilities that we have, first of all, we would interview that person and say, where did you go? But second of all, the video surveillance could verify from a contact tracing standpoint, where was that person? And whoops, I've actually got you on camera also in the rest, you know, heading toward the restroom and that person to say, oh yeah, I completely forgot that. Um, now we have technology and features that we have not only optimized, but we're utilizing in ways that we didn't envision before. And I think that's definitely a silver lining. 
Well, I think another thing that we need to pay attention to, and it's, it's kind of a silver lining, is there's a lot more money coming from the CARES and ARPA, American Rescue Plan yeah. Act, uh, acts that that have were have been passed. And so, you know, I mean, I know they they need to be more for student safety than security, but you know, so much safety and security is tied in with each other. Correct. That's absolutely true. And I know uh, I'm even working with schools as recently as within the last, last few months who have unused ESSER funds. And what they're saying is, my, we, we've already locked down our HVAC. What, you know, what else can we use this for? And the answer is uh, door hardware, which helps in delay and access control. Uh, the answer is video surveillance equipment. And, and I'm not trying to sell any of those things. I, I want to be careful because, of course, there are any number of entities who are trying to capitalize and maybe it's not the best expenditure. But in many cases, it is an excellent justifiable, thoughtful expenditure. And especially, I think, when we're talking about our doors um, and, and making sure that they close and latch properly and they're keeping a closed campus, all, all of that becomes even so much more important now. Well, and I, I love the fact that you brought up the, the, the importance, the, the recognized importance of school nurses and mental health professionals, because I know pre-pandemic, uh, their numbers in at schools and school districts were just decimated. And so hopefully we're bringing more of them back in. And I know at least as far as mental health professionals are concerned, we're definitely doing that. So that's great news. And, and okay, I, I'm a positive person too. And, and I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us about this because, you know, where, wherever there's a dark cloud, there is a silver lining, and and hopefully we're getting past uh, the pandemic and and getting back to normal, whatever the new normal looks like. So, Paul, thank you so much. Sure, glad to be with you, Robin. Thank you.